Hey, 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 beings. You are listening to the Self-Tivity Podcast. I am your host, Danny, your self-investment storyteller. Today's episode features a special guest who will be a valuable participant in our Being to Being Self-Tivity segments. The Being to Being segments are a fun way to connect with beings who are open-minded, enjoys thought-provoking questions, and perspective-shifting concepts. I also invite entrepreneurs and business owners who have a thought, product, or service that contributes to our self-investment journey in the areas of personal growth, mindset, well-being, entrepreneurship, and or financial empowerment. Guests will participate in our Being to Being activities bi-weekly, so be sure to follow so you don't miss out on all the fun. Let's find out who's on today and what self-tivity experience they will present to us. Are you ready? Because I am. Today, I have a special guest on the show. I have Daniel Chan. Daniel is a full-time magician and can be described as an investor, innovator, and illusionist. As an internationally renowned, award-winning magician and mind reader, Dan Chan presents the world-class magic and mind reading. Based in San Francisco Bay Area, Dan is regarded as one of the world's top virtual magicians and performs at events for thought leaders and influencers. Daniel Chan, welcome to the Self-Activity Stage. How are you today? Doing great. Thank you again for having me. Thank you for being here. So today, everyone, I am excited to play the Thought ER game with Daniel. I have had a few guests come on the show and play some games with me that is supposed to get us to know them a little bit different. Um, today, we are playing Thought ER, and we're going to play it a little differently than we have in the past. I'm going to present Daniel with seven different quotes or statements, and he's going to have one minute on the clock to respond to each individual statement. You can't see it right now, but I have a little indicator for Daniel so he knows when he has 10 seconds left, and then I'll go on to the next statement or thought. Daniel, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, perfect. First thought. The outer world is a reflection of the inner world. Other people's perception of you is a reflection of them. One minute on a clap. Our outer world is a reflection of what is manifested from the inside. And it's like planting a seed. You don't see exactly what comes out until you plant that seed and it starts to grow and it blossoms out. But in the beginning, you never know what happens because a seed, you can't differentiate a seed very well. I mean, unless you're in that industry, you can't differentiate something until it grows out and until you see it for most people, I think. So it's really important to guard one, what's inside, which is in your thoughts. All right, awesome. Next phrase, making your own magic. How do you respond to that? One minute, one o'clock. How do you define magic? For me, magic is defined many different ways. One is career, one is amazement and amusement. For me, when I first started magic, there's a lot of different ways to get into it. I was a, like a clown, a balloon twister, a fire juggler. Now I'm a mind reader. So depending on different stages of where you're at, magic can be different to everyone. For children, it could be something that's silly. For adults, it could be something that they can't figure out or something that to them is this freak out moment. So one is how do you define magic? All right, awesome. Next phrase. Don't wait for the right moment to start and make each moment right. One minute, one o'clock. How do you respond? Yeah, I think we feel that something has to be perfect before we get it out there. 
like I did not feel comfortable as a public speaker, but I said, hey, I'm going to go out and be on as many podcasts as possible. Mm. And some of these podcasts I wish would be buried, but you just <laughs> have to start and you have to go out there and do it. And next time it's going to be better. I want this podcast re-recorded and I want the questions beforehand. I feel like deer in headlights. <laughs> if that's an option, I'll be like, hey, let's re-record this. I mean, you have to embrace failure and you have to find safe places to fail. You're doing well. You're doing well. All right. Next phrase. Magic has been used to evangelize or magic can be used to evangelize. Pass. <laughs> Pass. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Next one is magic and Christianity. Oh my gosh. Um, you've got to talk to my mom who... And there's no right or wrong. I just, yeah. I just want you to express how. <laughs> when you hear magic, you hear Christianity. Where does your mind go? You know, in the Bible, Joseph was considered a magician or a wise man. Same with Daniel in the Bible. But I think there's a difference between magic and sorcery, which is in Revelations. But I think the context of the word changes over time. So even in the Bible, the meaning is different. Like Daniel was the chief of all magicians, if you read some of the translations. So, oh, really? Yeah. I actually wrote an article about that on Quora. So look that up. I will. I definitely will. I watched some of your articles. You were really fascinating. All right, next one. Technology and magic. One minute on the clock, what's your response? There's a quote from magicians that say any technology sufficiently advanced is indistinguishable from magic or something to that effect. I think it's an overused trite quote, but technology can catch up to magic. And technology is like magic because it does things that we it, we don't understand technology. We use this Internet. We use Zoom, but we don't know how it really works. Like, I mean, like there's one percent of people who know how it works. Same with magic. Like when I show someone a magic effect, there's only a percentage of people in the world who know it. We understand magic on different degrees. We can go on YouTube. We understand technology on different degrees. So in that way, it is full of mystery. Awesome. And since we passed on one, I have another one for you. And this is the last one, psychology and magic. Psychology and magic is interesting because we make assumptions. For example, we make an assumption that right here, it's impossible to solve a cube mm. instantaneously. But as a magician, you've made assumptions of what you've seen and what you're actually seeing is different. One is it's not CGI. There's a lot of things that you've made assumptions with in the past that short circuit what actually happened. And the, the reason why I'm kind of ambiguous about it is I don't want to give away the secret because there is something if I talk too much, I don't want to lie to you. And I also don't want to give away the secret. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Part of the magic is people think that what I do is all fixed. They think that what you're doing is completely magical. So they assume that everything's perfect in your world. Yeah, and everything and we put up perfect. these masks and layers that show, hey, this is great. And sometimes we show a little bit of vulnerability so that people get drawn close. But I feel like there's a dichotomy between how perfect your world should be and how much drama there should be. So that was awesome. And that pretty much makes this entire podcast fit in because I came on here flustered as well. Like I usually and I'm always kind of I'm in the middle of like, hey, be yourself, which is sometimes I stumble over my words. But like when I'm in my zone and I'm doing data and marketing, I'm on a computer, like no one can tell me anything because it's just a part of like something I invested so much time in. But there the other part of me is that I'm just 
is kind of loose and very fun and weird. And people say, well, how could someone be all weird like that, but can really create conversions, you know, for my marketing campaigns, you know? So I understand what you're saying for sure. So we can do two things. We can start over and we, you'll have some of those questions in the background or... Just to kind of like maybe go through some of these or give me other questions that are similar on this so we can practice. Yeah. So just um, why don't you try giving me a couple more of these questions that you've used in the past so I can kind of get used to this game? Yeah, yeah. So what I've done is I've created questions before the show based on the industry that they're in. So some of the questions are going to be based on someone else's. But you know, what? I think I have one. Let me pull up these questions. I have an, okay. I have some questions. All right. This is the next quote. Happiness is like a butterfly. The more you chase it, the more it will elude you. But if you turn your attention to other things, it will come and sit softly on your shoulder. One minute on the clock. How would you respond to that? Happiness is elusive, yes. You might think someone's happy when they aren't because in this world of mask, people are all struggling with something on the inside. Mm. So it requires you to connect with a little bit of vulnerability and not be perfect so that others can see that you're struggling with many of the same things. And embracing our imperfections is something that will bring happiness to others because they can see that we too are in often the same position. You know, regardless of me calling myself the millionaire's mentalist and seeing the outer shell of that versus me with my scratchy throat today and feeling under the weather and being sick. I feel even more happy now in these couple of days than I did when everything was doing well, just because I've taken some time to slow down and reflect. Mm, love it. Next one. Pain is a pesky part of being human. How do you respond? One minute on the clock. Pain. Yeah. Uh, for me, pain is overextending and doing things that I sometimes shouldn't be doing or doing too much or being in the wrong place or doing something way too early. When I was training acrobatics, they said that there's a thing about pain or weakness. I forgot what the quote is, but it's about something leaving the body. I think everyone knows that quote, but pain is for me overextending. All right, here's the next quote. And you are welcome to agree or disagree, but you are just responding your minute. Making the bed is a pointless chore. How do you respond? When I was in the United States Coast Guard, we had to make our beds. And uh, there's a lot of people who talk about that being the first thing in the morning that you do that you can feel good about. But I think it's more important to have a routine that you do every morning and measure those routines. Like for me, the first thing I do is go on Duolingo. And then the next thing I'll do is go on chess.com to do the daily puzzle because that's my focus. I said, I'm gonna improve in that one area. I think the bed is just an example of being consistent doing the first thing that you want to focus on right out of the gate. And the first thing that we do is we get out of bed. Whether it's washing your face or brushing your teeth, it's what do you do consistently to achieve the results you want? Awesome. All right. Next quote. Social media is evil. How do you respond? Again, you're welcome to agree or disagree or just respond how you feel. One minute on a clap. Social media is evil. Um, <laughs> I think some of those algorithms in social media are measuring the wrong metrics. For example, mm -hmm. when Facebook, when I watch one MMA fight video, it shows me a whole bunch of them and I'm like, and then shows me a whole bunch of train wrecks. It puts me in this place where I'm like, I didn't sign up for this. I don't want to watch people fighting. And I see some videos where it says, wait for it. And you know, it's extending the time to three minutes. And I'm like, dude, this video could be literally 30 seconds and I would like it. I hate the Facebook algorithm because they're measuring the wrong metric. I want to be delighted whether 
it happens in 30 seconds or five seconds, the more distilled it gets, the better. But Facebook and whoever's at Facebook are measuring the wrong metrics. And it's more about culture and what they value. And they just have to figure that out. You know, like I love Instagram. I love the fact that Facebook has these things that says on this year, three years ago, it reminds me of great memories. That I think is positive. But mm -hmm. other things in that social media feed or the news feed or video feed, yeah, you might say it's evil. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it does. Depend oh, wait, <laughs> we go back in the game. I, was about <laughs> I started yeah, thinking in my own head. Um, I think it depends on the user, right? Technology is a very powerful tool. It can revolutionize the world. But what's happening, in my opinion, is that we're not, as the users, creating the experience that we can to optimize the value of technology on our lives. I believe it can eradicate poverty. I think it can really heal the world. I feel like in the sense of AI, like some people are afraid of it, but what if we had AI so that we can be more artistic and we can have time to raise our children more intentionally and we can connect with people without having to worry about the dollar bill like in cryptocurrency it's something that's oh we're afraid of it it's, it's volatile it's, it's all this craziness but the technology if the user is in control in a mindful way an intentional way it really can revolutionize the world i believe and I remember, um, and I talked about this in a video. I'm saying this because I just did a, a video on um, NFTs and I was talking about Martin Luther King and Martin Luther King was pretty much sharing in the 1960s about the technology that they had and how it could eradicate poverty. And like, we have way, way better technology now and we still have a lot of the issues in the world that they had in 1960s. And I just wonder, is it really about the technology or is how we as users interact with that technology and not just the users, but those who are in charge of the technology and how they influence the users. Like we both have to take accountability on how we experience something that can actually be, you know, good, but it's an opinion that I'm still exploring and researching because I really, I uh, know I'm idealistic with the concept, but I keep thinking like it really doesn't have any, like it's the same concept with uh, people who are, you know, for guns or not, you know, for guns. It's not really about the gun itself. Like the gun was, can sit there by itself. Technology can sit there by itself, but the user creates the experience, right? So what do we do with the technology? Now, social media gives me a headache, right? <laughs> but social media is also an opportunity for me to, to connect with the magician. <laughs> to connect yeah. with you. And I can create how often I'm going to connect with people who are on the same path as me or who want to also impact the mindful world. And then I can also say when I want to get off. At the same time, though, I when I'm looking at social media, I'm like, this is just crazy because all of the users on social media are making it crazy, right? Or what, what would you say? I know this has nothing to do with magic, so I didn't want to go too off track. Are you? Did you want another um, quote or... Uh, let me do one magic uh, effect for you and then we'll do okay. one Okay. 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 Yeah, let's um, do it. So uh, I'm going to describe to all our listeners what's happening. And uh, let me first preface this with a quote. Your thoughts determine your actions. Your actions determine your habits and your habits determine your destiny. So it's important now more than ever to think of positive thoughts. Mm. So I would like you to think of a self-tivity quote or just a very, very short phrase. And I just want you to think of that right now. Okay. I've committed myself to just something short. What is it that just came to mind when I asked that question for you? Um, I am loved. <laughs> That's the only thing that came to my mind. I am loved. Yeah. So um, for everyone else, I have committed myself with uh, this here, which is a card. And right here, it's been in full view the entire time. It says, I am. How did that happen? 
Wait. So before this, I wrote something <laughs> down. She saw me write no something way. down. And I had that card in full view. Oh my goodness, that's so weird right there. <laughs> that's so crazy. And How you can that? definitely tell that's Danny's reaction. If you want to just see what she was Hold reacting up. to, you're going to go straight to her YouTube channel and check out that one effect to learn more about this, what I do. Now, this is the craziest thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. In my entire life. Like entire life how did that happen okay so i was distracted right or something because magician is about i've read it in your article i know it was three elements it was distraction and two other things i forget now so what happened was i distracted how did i not see that happen i don't think you were distracted everything happened in real time i didn't stop time yeah um, you did it I, I showed you the card prior and i kept that in front of you and then you were making some assumptions and some of the assumptions were there, there's some things that didn't line up completely, but in a sense, you know, that's the most perfect illusion that we can have that gets you to think like magic. You can Google, how does this work? How does the linking yeah. rings or cups and balls? But with mentalism, the type that I'm doing is so new, so cutting edge that people don't understand this. And to me, this is the future of magic because it's not about like me doing a trick, but I'm actually in your head, right? I'm You're doing in my something. head, definitely. <laughs> I'm doing something that is a thought that you were thinking of. And, you know, before I started, I looked down, I put something down and then I put this right here. And yeah. from that point on, nothing moved. You want to know what's so fascinating about this? That you really can create an illusion that is positive, right? Or an illusion that is impactful for your world. It's really like mind over matter. Like I have no idea how you were able to get those words on the card, but this is so crazy to me right now, which is the whole idea that like it was there. <laughs> like who would expect it to be there? It can be there. The illusion of it, your illusions can serve you, right? So emotions like that can't be faked. Like yeah. a lot of times we know like uh, some magicians and I I'm not going to call them out by name, but yeah. some magicians use things where it's fake and you know they're using video editing they're using a lot of other things that make it fake but your reaction is not fake yeah and you can sense when someone is really amazed what regardless of the methods certain magicians they'll use other things and stooges and when you obviously aren't a stooge that's why you were like <laughs> oh my gosh you know like to me that is the selling point in magic there's visual magic mm -hmm. and there's puzzle magic and then there's magic that transcends where Ooh. you feel like you might feel the tingling that's sensations so or you might, and you can feel that emotion, right? Watching this again, mm -hmm. you, you can see yourself. So crazy. And, and some people want to figure that out, but some people want that to just be a memory that they take along with them, regardless yeah. whether you want to figure it out or you just want to have it as a memory. It's memorable because you won't forget the person who did that effect for you or brought it's you to that weird. one place. The first time you felt that, it's like what I call like, um, you know, a magic virgin. It's like you see something and you it's the first time that you've had that. The experience is so telling. Like I even think about the idea of us always wanting to know the answers. Like I said, hey, was it distraction or what was it? But at the end of the day, what feeling was created is more powerful, right? Because that, that feeling is going to match up with 
a truth, you know, like if I feel good, I can be good, you know what I mean? Because the feeling that was created, but though I always have to know where that comes from or I can create it like you did. You can create the experience for other people with the tools and resources that you have. That's what I love about just the world, that right there. This Did I really ask you about my Kickstarter yet? Say it again. There's a magic venue in Hollywood and I'd like to make this a reality in the Bay Area, whether okay. it's a pop-up or a, a different version of it. But there's some cool illusions that people would have to come to me. It's kind of like Disneyland. You can't expect Disneyland to go to you and get the same experience. Yeah, yeah, sure. For the last 20 years, I was going out to people. Yeah. I want people to come to me yeah, yeah. and be a destination and travel from mm. around the world Ooh, to come to me. That's really so high-end. So that's my dream and that's yeah. that's something oh, that... I'm down for supporting it. You created experience for me today. You really solidified some things that was happening all week. Just the way I was in my world and to have your episode be today was divine for me. So I have no problem and I don't want you to feel uncomfortable with promoting yourself. You know, like that's really what I want to be able to be to other people is being a source to people where they can grow their dreams. So this was amazing. I want to kind of get to the self-activity statement and okay, maybe let's do it. Share, share a little bit about um, who you are and what you do and you want to put your um, website link and everything in there. Yep. So let's do it. So Daniel, before we end the show, I would like for you to share a little bit about how people can connect with you so they can learn more about like your awesome techniques. <laughs> Your awesome talents. I don't even know what to call them. Talents, techniques, to just the experiences that you can create for other people. Please allow people to know how to find you. Share yourself. You can check me out on Instagram at danchanmagic, also at danchanmagic.com and millionairesmentalist.com, millionaires plural. And that shows both my virtual work and what I do live. Awesome. And if you could be so kind, I have everyone come on the show. They cannot leave the selectivity stage without sharing their selectivity statement. So Daniel Chan, what is your selectivity statement? My thoughts determine my actions. My actions determine my habits and my habits determine my destiny. So I got my thoughts in order to create the destiny I want to achieve. I love it. That was so perfect. It was so perfect because the action was the garden of your thoughts. He said exactly what he wanted to put out into the world and then he had an action behind it. Everyone who's listened to the podcast for the first time, self-security statement is what is it that you want to put out into the world? What is your mission for the world? But you have to couple it with an intentional action statement. I once long ago read an article or it was a research study about affirmations and people weren't able to align with their affirmations and I wondered why and I started to think about all the creative things that I could do and I thought about the self-tivity statement because we cannot only speak what we want we have to apply some action to support it just like that supporting sentence for the main idea and I want to thank you Daniel for sharing your self-tivity statement for sharing your gift for sharing your talent for sharing your time with us today and I hope anyone who is listening or watching I hope that you guys will watch this on the YouTube channel because this has really changed my life and you know what it changed my life because this week for me, Daniel have no idea what my week has been. He has no idea what I've been studying, what I've been learning about, what issues I've been going through for this week alone out of all the years I ever had in my life. This was the most life-changing week. And this has really stapled so many things for me. This experience has stapled so many things for me. So I want to thank you, Daniel, for being here, like for being a part of my experience, for creating a great experience for me. And I hope that you guys will connect with him. I will share the same links that he shared with us today in the description, or if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see it in the description box in the podcast, you'll see it in the show notes. And I hope there was a return on the investment of time, guys. Until next time, hold on to you as much as you can. Hold on to your health you're being in your mind. Be mindful.